Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host, Miss Shannon. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us for the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. Very happy to be here with my good friend Cassandra from ClearStep uh, Clear Financial. And, good morning. you know, I'm very excited. We've been talking, the, uh, talking, uh, we've been saying that we're going to talk about this particular subject matter because. Um, what we were going into before we got the mics open is talking about why we needed to talk about 401ks. Yes. Because often throughout the financial health and wealth show, it pops in mm-hmm. as part of a mix quite often. It's an interwoven theme Absolutely. of conversation. People have a lot of questions about it and right. it impacts so many people. Right. And I think that being able to actually break down how you maximize it, but also how you demystify it. Mm-hmm. Because I was telling you when I, when I had my previous, uh, when not even my previous job, when I first got a job mm-hmm. where I had a 401k, I was just like, wow, you made it. Look, you know, like you actually have a position that you get mm-hmm. this. And I didn't really, because of my age, because of what I was, what else was going on in my life. It wasn't something that I really maximized my benefits or really educated myself on fully. I was just like, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It does what it is. And my employer is going to take care. Exactly. Yep. It's there. So to be able to go know there are ways that you can actually ma- make this benefit you most efficiently and right. effectively. I think it'll be great to be able to talk about that for people. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Just talking about what they are. And then so there are some people, like you said, maybe they're along their earlier, mm-hmm. I'll say earlier on in their path with their 401k. Maybe it's their first 10 years, maybe first 10, 15 years, which is fairly depending on when you started it and what age you are. Right. Right. But if you're in your 20s and 30s, you still have a little bit of time typically uh, of your work life left. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe you've been a great saver and you're going to live in a pod house in a field <laughs> somewhere maybe you're set you're maybe prepared, you're 29 right. and you're ready to retire you know mm-hmm. there's there's always that, that chance um but there's also most of the people i'd say you know are looking at their late 50s or mid 60s or where, wherever in your 60s right mm-hmm. so that's that's more common right and if that's the case then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about two what are some options for people if you are close to retirement because if you've got if you're like most people you've got the majority of your savings in your 401k right and so good and bad right mm-hmm. it's great when the market is screaming and it's doing well but then on the flip side if it's not which we've seen this year and we don't know what the rest of this year will look like right um, but in those times uh, it can be a little bit frustrating because you feel like where can I hide my money or not hide it but where can I put it that it will be preserved as best as possible right right so there are just there are certain Benefits to 401ks, there are certain limitations. Right. And then sometimes there are options that people have in their plan that they don't realize are there that they could take advantage of. So we're going to talk about all sorts of things with 401ks, whether you're on the earlier side of it or the later side of it and, and, and so forth. And also reminding people that this is a good time to set up those complimentary consultations. If you have questions, get yep. them out. Get the, They can actually sit down with you or Carla or anyone on your team yep. to actually kind of go through these things just section by section mm-hmm. and go, you know what? I've just been letting things go for a while and right. they were, they may have been working for you. Right. That might, you know, you may be and you know, as you mentioned before, people may be farther along or more solid than they think. Mm-hmm. So it's good just to have that, that base and have that conversation to go, yeah. here's where you're at. Great job on what you are. And here's what we can do to make it better or right. safer or um, even more 
in tune with what's going on with the craziness that's going on. Like we see articles every day mm-hmm. that are talking about in headlines every day about how things are very volatile. So there might be some ways to make sure that you are doing these the most as much as you're able exactly. to do with the right. options you have. Right? right. That's really what it comes down to is knowing number one, knowing what your options are and then making the decisions on which of those options are you going to look at? Absolutely. What makes the most sense? So, right, that's one of the things we do a lot of with people is reviewing their 401ks and their options. And you also have some uh, webinars and some other educational opportunities that are be coming up soon, starting again in the fall, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how you feel. Like, these last couple of days, I'm like, I, can't I can feel the... Fall. Yeah, I know. But you can feel the chaos just yeah. coming in because we get very, like... Uh, we're already starting to miss the summer and it's not even mm-hmm. completely over. But this is something to look forward to. Yeah. There are some ways that you can like look into things, go, this is mm-hmm. a good time, and uh, a, t- a period of transition and education, yeah. including some of the webinars and things that you have coming up over at Clear Step Financial. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, I know we've got a Social Security, Medicare one. We've mm-hmm. got a Women in Retirement one. We always, we love that. That's yes. just a fun one. And, you know, and men are welcome on it too, mm-hmm. of course, but it just has more information that's geared towards specifics about women in their retirement years so uh, so yeah if you have any any questions or would like to get on those webinars you can go to our website clearstepfinancial.com go to our events and you can register anytime for those and they are very educational and and just a lot of good information right and we are going to remind everybody the securities and advisory service offered through harbor investment inc member finra sipc and i no longer have a 401k so let's start with how, again, just the basics of how did 401ks like come about mm-hmm. and why were they put into place mm-hmm. for people in certain uh, environments? Sure. Well, m- most people are, you know, they, they've been around now for so long. I would say long enough that most people have at least heard of 401ks. Right. But they came into existence around 1981. Mm-hmm. And so if you think back to that time, if you were around then, right, and and if you weren't, then, you know, you're, then you're probably in your earlier years of your exactly. 401k, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if you were, you can think back. And that was really when they first came about. And it really, in my opinion, I think companies before that pensions were so prevalent, mm-hmm. And I think companies were probably looking for ways to, you know, push off some of the responsibility. Okay. In my opinion, Um, because then the 401ks, a lot of them started to replace pensions. Yes. And so where they were 100 percent providing that retirement, right, they started to say, listen, you you got to chip in some Mm -hmm. we will match some. Um, and so that's where I think that started to really evolve into right. shifting the responsibility to more of the employees. It took a little while, though, to catch on. Right. If you think about some of those earlier years with people in the 80s, how many people had a 401k then? Right. And then if you weren't taught right as you in your working years, maybe your parents never experienced it, didn't have it. They may have had pensions. So it's taken some time, I think, too. Yes, and it wasn't for me. In. Right, and I, I understand why an employer would go, well, we still have a benefit to try and differentiate yep. ourselves from other companies that may not provide this as an option. Mm-hmm. But it isn't as fully funded as what you normally would have gotten in a traditional pension. Right. Yeah, it did put a lot more onus on you, but for me, it was one of those things where I didn't, since for for since the jobs I had before that were hourly didn't have one, mm-hmm. when I got one, I just kind of didn't know what to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's pros and cons, right? I mean, pensions, they were good in their time and they had a lot of pros and benefits and things. Maybe some people would prefer to still have them. I don't mm-hmm. know, right? 
Um, but I think it became a little bit more beneficial for companies, maybe even from a profitability standpoint, right? And long term. So maybe that was a good thing too, where they were able to be around longer. I don't know, right? I don't, I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't there in the boardrooms in those earlier years of putting the 401ks in place, right? Right. So, but here we are today. And I would say the majority of people that will be the biggest portion of their retirement for most people is what they've saved in their 401ks or then subsequently, right? Goes into an IRA Mm -hmm. when you roll it over. And we'll talk a little bit about some of how that all works. Um, And then they've got a lot of time, social security and things. So, but the 401k can be a, a good chunk of your retirement. So we say those numbers and that letter. What is that actually it? like? What is it as far as just the definition of 401k? So 401k is really it's a it's a company sponsored plan. Mm-hmm. So it's a plan that an employer and it could even be someone self-employed. And for the purposes of today, we're going to talk more along the lines of a company sponsored plan. But if you're self-employed, just know if you have questions on what you could be doing you know, as an individual who has a business, then there are a lot of times, a lot more options. You can a lot of times do a lot more into the plan if it's just you. So, but, but that's such a smaller segment. So we're not going to get too far into that today, but if Mm -hmm. that's you certainly feel free to reach out. We can talk to you about how that works as a solo, you know, entrepreneur or employed person. There are solo 401k options. Okay. But, but for the general population, when you have a 401k plan in place, um, it's again, it's a company sponsored plan and, the traditional way it was set up was that it, you would put money in that was not taxed yet. Mm-hmm. So it would get before you got your paycheck. Well, we'll just use some, maybe some simple math. You yes. get paid $2,000 and let's say you're putting um, $100 away. Then that comes off your that comes off your income in a sense. So it's okay. not taxed. So you have $1,900 left. And that $100 would go into your 401k if there's a match. If you're putting in up to your match and that's it, then that $100 would get matched. Yes. You know, if that's how your plan works. Right. And then that money would all go into a bucket that's never been taxed. Okay. So it's considered tax deferred. Okay. Then at some point, and usually it's supposed to be 59 and a half, Beyond that is when you can start drawing money out of it without any penalties from the IRS. Okay. Now, again, over the years, now, when we say penalties, things. penalties would be they, so you, it's going to be taxed. Yes. Because it's never been taxed, right? We right. just said it that came off your income from an income from a tax standpoint. So it was never taxed. Their, their match was never taxed, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So it's a deduction for the business. So what happens is then, when you're once you're on the other side of 59 and a half, the IRS drops what they call a 10 percent penalty. OK, so if you start pulling money out just to use it as income before you're 59 and a half, you'd have a pen. Now, again, this is in general. There are ways around that, too. Um, but we're not going to get into all those things today. Right. right? And, yes. and there's ways also a 401k does allow for loans. So there are ways to get money out of your 401k from a loan, which Again, pros and cons to that. Maybe that's your your last scenario, your last option, right? right. And then that, that makes sense. Right. But in general, I usually don't recommend taking loans out of your 401k, especially if you have any other options available. Right. And the other thing, if you take a loan, it, there are stipulations on what type of employment you have, what you're doing there. And, so, and yeah, it does yeah. like you couldn't be like a lot of times you can't be part time or high time and still take a loan or something well, like that. If you're part time, you they may not even work. have a, a 401k option a lot. Sometimes right. part time employee you have to be full-time so it depends on the company and the stipulations but you're right there I are, think there I'm are bringing stipulations. more of a like for instance if you were a full-time employee and for some reason you went to 
some you change the yep. the 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 relationship you had with that particular job. That so maybe could impact high time, it. Yeah. Yes. So there's a number of things that could. In, so each plan has its own set of rules, right? And what it'll allow and what it won't allow. But in gen, in a general sense. 401ks allow for loans in right. general. And that is a difference between 401ks and IRAs. So if you were to, let's say, leave your job. Now, if you left your job, I don't believe that loans are available anyway no. at this point, right? Mm-mm. So if, once you leave your job, then most people will roll it into an IRA. And there's no tax penalties to do that. It, it's like from like to like, in okay. a sense. It goes from a tax-deferred bucket, stays in a tax-deferred bucket. An IRA just becomes something then that you're able to direct where it goes. So that's what we we look at is, okay, you have this money in a 401k. Where do we want to look at? Because it's almost like... The world is your oyster then, right? You can, <laughs> right. you can look at all the different things you were, you were, you know, you were confined to these 20 investment options and now you have 10,000 plus options, right? <laughs> right. So it's this huge, you know, this huge world of where do we look then? Right. Um, and so we're going to talk more about what are some of the other specific things to ask about your own 401k to see what your options are. Right. We'll also be happy to take your calls. You can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 107. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm here with Cassandra Brazier, yeah. our branch manager. I'm so fancy. I it like it. So it sounds so fancy. It is. Right? It is. It is. And then I'm but like basically, changing diapers at home. Exactly. Anyway. I know. And like, and your, our kids oh. never think they were as cool or <laughs> as together as we are. Like adults. Adults think we're great, you know, kind of thing. But our kids, not so you much. You don't know how great I am. <laughs> exactly. My kids would just look at me like, what is wrong with her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My kid, he does not care at all. It's all like, they're, the respect uh, is not, it, it goes out the window. Yeah. That's not where we get oh, it. But man. here, we do encourage everybody to, like, it is true whenever I say that you are a great resource and a great way to educate yourself on your financial health. So we encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651 We think you're great, too. Right. We love telling the my talkers that we meet with how great a job they're doing and Absolutely. really most people are doing a better job than they realize we're just that song on the intro was so appropriate feel like you're running uphill i think exactly. a lot of us feel like getting to retirement is like running uphill right. but what's interesting you get to the top of that hill and my mom and i talk about this a lot is that retirement almost feels like you're jumping off a cliff and yes. you don't know if you have a parachute or if it's going to open and it can be very scary so mm-hmm. We like to be there to hold your hand, to help people make that transition, make it as smooth as possible, right. reassure people, have that confidence anyway. Absolutely. So we encourage you to get those questions answered here at 651-641-1071, just like our friend Cindy. So Cindy, thank you for calling the Financial Health and Wealth Show. You have a question on 401k taxes. Is that what you want to talk about? Hello? Hi, Cindy. Hi, Go Cindy. ahead. What's your oh, question? Hi. Oh, hi. Yes. Well, my question is, are you taxed? Are you always taxed indefinitely when you draw off the 401? Okay, so I'm going to be 65, and um, I, I don't actually I don't plan on retiring until I'm like 70. So um, I'm, I'm taking out a home improvement loan with the bank, and um, I would like to cut back my hours and whatnot. But any time to repay that loan. If I were, I, I cannot draw against that 401k, I'll always be taxed, wouldn't I? Yep. So good question, Cindy. I have to preface this that we're not tax advisors. So that being yeah. said, and without seeing your statement, because this is what I'll say. Um, there's a lot of options today in 401ks. Yes. So 
my my general answer is that if you've been contributing to your traditional 401k bucket that's tax deferred, yes, tax then deferred. that's taxed when you okay. pull it out. Anytime you pull the monies out, that'll be taxed. And as long as you're still working there, they may... Um, now that you're in your mid sixties, typically companies have an allowance that, that most plans have built in that they will allow you to move or roll some of your monies out after you're 59 and a half. Not, you okay. know, so that usually that's the case, but I always tell people check on that. Mm-hmm. So that may be an option. Then once you get it to an IRA, then you could potentially pull some of the monies out, but you're absolutely right. Again, if it's in that traditional bucket that it's never been taxed, that's when you're going to pay income tax on it. So, for example, if you wanted to pull out $50,000 out of it, you it would look like you would have 50000 of extra income that year. So that can that can really impact mm-hmm. okay. people's taxes, like, you know, sometimes catch people off guard. If that's an extra... Because you're not expecting it to yeah. come up as income. And it, and it okay. might only be, yeah. even if it's only an extra 10%, that's still $5,000 yeah. you may or may not be ready to pay it. It's, you know, so anyway... So it can it, that can be impactful, uh, and that may or may not be your best route, right? Um, and so that's where if people are doing something where they say, "Where'd be the best place to take this money?" or "How should I? What's my? What would be the best strategy for me to do this?" We can workshop that with people and say, "Okay, let's look at what you have. Look at where the least impact would be, both from an interest standpoint, penalties, taxes, all those kinds of things." So if you have questions, Cindy, if you want us to look at that with you, we're happy to do that. Because okay, when you, yeah, it's kind of a general question, yeah. So, guess, so yeah. Cindy, okay. and so back to, and I know some of this is is specific, but when we were talking earlier, Cassandra, about traditional four hundred one k options, uh, is it if Cindy's looking at hers, is it normally going okay? This is primarily in one that was, as you said, all pre tax before. Is that would usually we people have, and now we have other options, or well, it would be deferred, tax deferred. Okay. So yes, so pre-tax, yes. yes. Yep. So, so it would be taxed later. Yeah. But, Cindy, you may have some monies in a Roth-type bucket in there, and if that's the case, then that kind of a bucket would not have taxes when you pulled it out. So that's why, like I said, without looking oh, at what okay, you had, so your that statement... that part of the... It's through an employer. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So yep. Roth may be part of the 401 funds. So oh, okay, a lot of plans... Nowadays, a lot of plans do have that option. So that's where okay. I would say we'd have to look at your look at a, st- a statement for sure. us has all that information, all those details for us. And that's how okay. we can evaluate someone's uh, situation and look at, OK, what's your best bet here? So, again, if you want to leave okay. your information yeah, with the you. uh, with with the producer, we're happy to reach out and and help you look at that in more detail and answer your specific questions. OK, thank you very much. Thanks. Right, welcome. Andy. Good talking to you, Cindy. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. So, I mean, back to what we were talking about in general about 401ks, there's a variety of things that are in the traditional one, but Mm -hmm. then that's expanded over the last few years. It really has. It really has. So, and that's one of the things too, is that if if you look at just 401ks in general, and we talked about that, you know, they came about around 1981. They've really evolved over time. Now, in today's world, people are allowed to put about 20,500. Okay. And we'll kind of get back to that because if you're over 50, you can put an extra amount in. So we'll talk about that and what are the maximum. But we'll also talk about, is that a good idea? Because if you have all your eggs in one basket, in a sense, even if it's a tax basket with mm-hmm. your 401k, then you know there's pros and cons to that. You can also be part of the show. We encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. 
Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, courtesy of our friends over at ClearStep Financial. Reminding you again, go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. You can go ahead and use that slash and find My Talk, and you can get all this information right away. It's so easy. It's it so is. easy just to set up these complimentary, complimentary consultations yeah. and just. What, why are you waiting? I know. You know? And, it, and you know what? If you want to speed up the process, let us know, too, if you want to meet in person or mm-hmm. virtually. Because yes. that's the first thing we need to know so we know kind of what schedule to look at. Because we're in the office certain times, we're virtual certain times, and then that helps. Right. That helps us give you the right options. You're right. And even if you're just wondering, well, what questions am I going to be asked? So you can set that initial meeting up mm-hmm. and they can go, here's what you need to know. Yep. And then get back to us. So even if it's a brief, just introductory, just to see if you... If you vibe, basically, we want right. yeah. to work mm-hmm. with people that we have a good relationship, a good rapport that that get al- we want to get along with people. We right. want it to be a pleasant process for all of us. So we want to work with the people that want to work with us. And right. We like to have fun through the process. It can be it can be a little arduous, maybe in the beginning when you're we're asking all these questions and just trying to gather the information and get a good idea where people are at. But people just always come back to us almost every single time and say that it was such a great process. Absolutely. That they really got a lot out of it. They feel so much more confident now and in the direction they're going and what they need to do. And they have clear steps, clear step financial. They have clear steps to take. Right. Right. Myself included. I was like, oh, wait, that wasn't as... I, 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 I had to catch myself and go, you started this meeting thinking that she was going to tell you you did everything wrong and that wasn't the case. You know, you're like, no, look, you have done this. And I even found, I'm like, Oh wait, I had I did have the savings account that I kind of just set and forgot. And I'm like, look, there's money over Way here. If I really me. need it. exactly. I'm like, yeah, okay, well done. So I want everybody else to feel that same sense of accomplishment. So go ahead, yeah. go to clearstepfinancial.com or give them a call at 651-600-0855. Yes. So today talking about 401ks. Yeah. Um and back to so we we talked about the tax deferred nature of this. That means they haven't been taxed yet. Right. But something a conversation you're going to have to have eventually. Right. About and that's, these things. And that is, again, that's one of the things, and we'll touch on that a little bit more, but so you can put some people, I have some people that they're at that point where they are maxing it out. Maxing out your 401k would be that you're putting, if you're under 50, you're putting in Mm 20,500. As soon as you hit that point, whenever it is during the calendar year, they're going to cut you off. They're going to say, that's it. You're through for most plans, not every Mm -hmm. plan, right? But for most plans, that's what, that's what they're looking at. And then if you're over 50, you can put in another 6,500. Mm-hmm. So if you're over 50, you could be doing basically 27,000 of your own money going in, plus whatever the match or profit share, whatever else is available to you will, could be going in as well. But you may or may not want to be doing that. It really depends on what the rest of your picture looks like because, you know, we had, we had Cindy call in and she mm-hmm. talked about, you know, can you draw from your 401k? Well, that may or may not be your best bet. That's why we look at when we're meeting with people, we want you to we want to help you to have a few different buckets, both from a tax standpoint, as well as just where they're invested. So you can have some diversification because that will give you more options and in hypothetically and hopefully not the penalties and not the tax. You know, we want we want people to have flexibility and options within their plan because. There's usually a time in our lives when most of us want to pull money from somewhere to spend it for whatever that is. Right. So maybe you need a car. Maybe you want a vacation. Probably before retirement. Right. So and there are plenty of reasons why you wanted to make sure that your money was going to work for you so that you can use it appropriately. We're not saying that every like you're never allowed to do 
mm-hmm. anything with your money. Right. You know, you can do like you can have fun with it. Absolutely. Well. We want to build yeah. in money that you're going to spend along the way, as well as money you're saving, as well as long term, short term, midterm. Right. We've got to have all those different pieces, different tax buckets. And right. that's how you have a really good plan, but that also a plan that's flexible. Mm-hmm. And then there are those people that are maxing out their 401k plus they're just really good savers and they have more money on top of that. So we look at all those things with people. Where's the best place to put then those additional funds or where's the best place to put maybe maybe lower what you're putting into your 401k for some people and put it other places to have some mm-hmm. more diversification in certain areas. So those are those are all things we look at. Um, and when we get our 401k statement, mm-hmm. there's usually there's options and maybe we understand what those options are, those investment options, what we're doing with it. Yep. But in general, when we're looking at our statement, what am I looking at as far as deciding? Is that something that's always up to me, deciding what kind of funds or how we, how it's actually yeah. being put to work for me within the 401k? Yeah. So when we talk to people, there's a few things we ask in the state. So we, we look at people's statements because that does have a lot of information. But there are also questions that are good to ask your HR or your employer, whoever kind of handles your plan, that are not necessarily on the statement. Okay. So... One thing, for example, and this is more for people, once you have a sizable amount, and sizable can mean different things for different people, right? But I would say once you have an amount that it would be really painful if you lost 25%, mm-hmm. okay? And that, again, that'll be a different amount for, for each person. But once you have an amount that you want, you're more concerned about having some preservation, some protection, whatever you want to call it, you you don't want to lose that. right. Then I would say it makes sense to look at what are all my options in this plan. So one question we always say to ask is, does your plan allow for in-service rollovers or withdrawals? And what that means is that while you're working there still, some plans have, have it written into their 401k that you can move that money while you work there. It doesn't close out your 401k. You can keep adding to it. But I've got people like, especially as they get closer to retirement or they're at that point where it would be painful Mm -hmm. to have a significant drawdown, a significant loss in that, that if they have that ability, sometimes it makes sense. And we look at pros and cons, right? Sometimes it makes sense for them to move it to something outside of their plan. And in general, what's that bucket of things that they um, have as options to move it into? Is there a lot of them? An IRA. You okay. move it, you roll it into an IRA, mm-hmm. and then you can put it anywhere you okay. want, pretty much. Okay. That's the benefit. Mm-hmm. So again, now the difference with a 401k, you can take a loan out of it, right? Mm-hmm. No longer an option in an IRA. Right. You give that up. But yes. you also have then, like we talked about, the investment world is your oyster yes. at that point. Mm-hmm. So we've got some people that they just don't want to see losses anymore. Mm-hmm. They're done. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are different things we look at. We can diversify it, though. We can put it in a few different buckets. Doesn't have to be in one IRA. It could be in a couple different IRAs also. So we just we look at what makes sense for that person. How long do they have to retirement? What kind of income do we need to look at? We start putting some plans in place so mm-hmm. that they can be on a good track for what goals they have in the future. So that's one thing is we now that might not be an option in service rollover withdrawal might not be an option. OK. Second thing we say is ask about if they have a self-directed brokerage account option. And what does that mean? That means the money is going to stay in the plan. And this is com- fidelity is a very common one. So if you have okay. fidelity, sometimes Schwab, those are common ones that this is built into it. But it mm-hmm. could be other ones, too. Um, and not all fidelity plans or Schwab plans have this, but it, it's more common, I would say, with those plans. OK, that it could be built in. And what that means is that you have an option 
where you look at what your allocation is for your 401k plan and how you know how to, you can go online, you can kind of say, I want 10% here, 20%, right? Where you look at that allocation section, sometimes it's listed where it's it's a self-directed brokerage account option. That means you could put the money into that option. It stays within your plan. But that gives you the ability then, once you allocate some or all of your funds into that, to have it managed from outside the plan. Okay. So we can bring in a third-party manager, if if that makes sense. Again, pros and cons. You're going to pay a little bit more from a management standpoint, but for some people, knowing that someone's moving it around mm-hmm. and doing that and preserving more than they're likely having preserved at the moment. Like having it right. managed may make people feel It might some give people, people a little more peace of mind. Right. Yep. And so then it stays in the plan, though. Okay. Um, and so it's still considered in their 401k. They can be contributing to it. They can be contributing to other op- other areas of it. But that's that's an option as well, sometimes in certain plans. So okay. those are so we look at those. If none of those are options, if you're over fifty nine and a half, sometimes that's also a triggering event where you can then move some or all of the monies in your four hundred one k as well. Okay. So that's another time when you may be able to have other options. Again, we just want to look at options for right. people. We want to look at what are all your options. Mm-hmm. Because then you can say, well, maybe we'll keep this portion here. We'll put this portion here. We'll right. we'll just organize it however it makes the most sense. Right. And I know that we, you know, for some people it's, well, I all, I want it all in this one bucket because it's easier for me to keep track of it. And so that looks like another benefit for having, knowing that there's somebody that is managing it for you. So you don't have to go, well, it's too cumbersome for me to watch all these different and that's Pots. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. some people might feel that way. We look we look at all the pros and cons, but that's one of the things. Then what we do with people is we do reviews with people. We look at and spell everything out and say, this is where this is. This is where this is. This is how this is doing. This is doing well. This is making money. This one's mm-hmm. down a little bit right now, right? So we, we can do reviews with people however often we need to. And sometimes initially people might need it a little bit more, and that's fine. Right. Um, and we're happy to do that or just have a phone call and answer questions and and people say, what, you know, can you explain this a little bit more? Because I'm not understanding this piece. And we get all that. There's no silly questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but if none of those things that we talked about are options, then we look at, okay, what do you have available inside of your plan? Right. And then we look at how can we maximize for you what's in your plan based on, again, your time horizons and so forth. Right. Well, I know that the show has been whizzing by, and that's probably how uh, a lot of our careers uh, feel like. We're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's time to retire already? So when we get back, we're going to wrap up with some more information on what you can, what's going on with your 401k and how we can help you demystify some of those complexities. You can also be part of the show. You still have plenty of time to call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with Clear Step Financial.